and we're rolling in three, two, one. Welcome back to the Fat Man Talking Podcast, guys. Uh, big hiatus there. I'd say we haven't been on for easily two months. And I'm here with my brand new co-host, Brendan Mulcahy, Cork native, um, general ladies man, <laughs> software developer, genius, historian, a man of many talents. Brendan, how are we today? I'm fantastic. Uh, post that entirely made up introduction. That, that's completely, it's a completely true introduction. It's on your Wikipedia page. I vouch by it. I didn't write it myself, I swear. All right, come here, man. Thanks so much for coming on. You know, it's always good to have a co-host on these things. Uh, is it your first time podcasting? It is my first time doing any kind of casting. Fantastic. And what about Chromecasting, though? Uh, I just thought of it when I said casting, and then I thought... And fishing. Uh, yeah. No, I've done fishing. You're, you're uh, kind of making it seem like a bit of an idiot now, I'm not going to lie. Like we yeah. started off, we had a nice smooth introduction, and now we've gone into casting. One of the most boring topics to exist on Earth. Well, look, look, I just want to clarify. I don't know from the very start. I don't agree with how you said hiatus. So I, you, you heard the mistake. I'll, I'll apologize to all of the listeners on your behalf. I did indeed mispronounce hiatus. I thought you went into some kind of a weird Latin uh, slang there. Yeah, you see, see what happened is I'm not, I'm not used to talking on camera and I got distracted because I'm, I'm a bit stupid. I saw someone walking by who I thought <laughs> I knew and I was kind of like looking out the glass. And then I realized they weren't, they weren't who, they thought, who I thought they were. And look, we're, we're at this point now. So what Shane really means here is uh, he could see himself on the camera and he just got distracted by his boyish good looks. Uh, yeah, st- standard, really standard. You know? it's, just, it's just how it goes. So, man, come here. What's going on in the world? What's on your agenda today? You, you bring me some good news stories, hopefully. Let me know what's going on. News stories, uh, it depends what you clarify, uh, classify as news, I suppose. Uh, the biggest news stories uh, in, in my life today really are beating the traffic home, but that's not really news for everyone else. And was that your local cove? That was to the Great Island, as it's known. Is Cove actually an island? It is, yeah. It's, the, it's called the Great Island. Cove is the town on it. Really? Yeah, it's huge. It's huge. It's literally, I'm not even exaggerating here. It's probably 56,000 square miles. You know, I, I'm convinced that you're after fucking at my Instagram because loads of pictures of Cove keep coming up in my newsfeed, like constantly. Yeah, thanks for that tag as well. Like I added me a friend. Are you serious? That's fantastic. <laughs> All right, so just to give people a bit of context here, um, I've started tagging Brendan in random pictures on Instagram and a local Asian man, I think he could be a tourist, was taking a nice picture in Cove. So I tagged Brennan and I said, isn't this a lovely picture of Cove? And the man proceeded to message me asking, had I ever been to Cove and was I from Ireland or looking for friends? It was a bit of an awkward situation, really. And this is actually the first time we've discussed it. So we messaged you as well. Uh, um, no, he sent me a, a follow request. Oh, fantastic. Uh, which I promptly dismissed. Because I well, I wasn't sure whether this was some kind of elaborate setup, and you knew this guy, or you know, possibly worked with him. And then the more I looked at it, I thought, no, nope, he's just now taking a random picture. For absolute I know it's, it's probably not the best to do it for my business page, but I was like, I just thought it was fantastic. I just needed to get the word about Cove out there. I was like, no, nah, has to be done, hands down. Yeah, no, I, I'd appreciate that. You know, I'm sure the Cove Tourism Association would really appreciate it. But that guy definitely didn't really. I think he thought we were like his new friends. I don't know. I mean, I, I think we could go for it. I mean, we need to diversify the group a bit. I mean, what's wrong with it? He's a tourist. He's from a different co- country. He'll bring a bit of culture. I mean, I, I feel like it's a win-win. 
All right, okay, I, I get it. So I think what we should do going forward is and we can keep the people updated on it. You can choose a random tourist taking themselves in cove and then take be in it and see what kind of response we get from them. Yeah, perfect. We'll build some kind of a community based on random tags with tourists and it won't at all come off as abuse. Definitely not. No, we'll try and be some way uh, polite about it. We're always polite. We're the most polite people in Cork. Yeah, that's true. We, we are quite fantastic. I've actually just seen the local Zachary Malsom having a good stare at me there through the glass. What a time oh, to be alive. Excellent. He, he's, a, he's certainly a story for another day. That's a, whole, that's a whole entire podcast worth of a story. Yeah, I feel we'll have to get him on at some point, definitely, for sure. All right, we're going to be boring the people if you don't get down to business. So look, while we're on the topic of Cove, Cork, everything else, I was looking into some fantastic Cork news stories, and I feel like we just need to highlight them. So first of all, this one is a big one. A burglar in Cork. Now, this is the surprise news story I was going to tell you about earlier, but I saved it for right now. I'm getting bang into it straight away, all right? Local Thanks. burglar in Cork. Uh, he's actually from Dublin, which made it an even better story, was seen breaking into an abandoned property, I think in Churchfield, and he was beaten the shit out of by several locals who saw the man breaking in. Not only were they not pursued by Gardy or arrested, but he was then charged with the burglary of the abandoned place, even though there was nothing in there. He just broke in for the sake of breaking and thinking he'd find something. And uh, he had to show up in court, completely shit beaten out of him, two black eyes, made up face and I feel like he fucking deserved it yeah I did actually read about this I was quite I, 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 it was it was a good it was a good feeling story yeah I feel I feel like it's fantastic I think there, I think there was actually two no was it two men could have been I don't story I read was one I, I, I will say I know it was good because I remember the headline uh, of you know not the actual headline the article but they're kind of eye-catching um Flash was a uh, brutal lesson in street justice. Oh, well, that's quite good. I like it. But if I, it's I, when, I, them. when I saw that, I thought, I'm reading this. I don't care what it's about, but that is that definitely draws the attention. And what, what, what ended up being the story with it? Was it, um, was it as good a read as you thought? I mean, I think I read mine at the Daily Edge. Quite good, quite good. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I think I, where did I see it first of all? I think I actually seen it on some on my Facebook news feed. Before that, I remember seeing a friend of mine post something about what happened in Churchfield and no other information, which then I had no idea what happened. And then I think I actually saw it on Red FM on their little news um, part of the website. But I had seen I did see pictures. Did you see the pictures? No, no, is he bad to beat up? Uh, you can't really see it. A lot of it's pixelated, but yeah, he looks like he's absolutely battered. Fantastic, you take it. I mean, the fucker deserves it. Like, to do that, to even even abandoned property, I just think it's not on and on. Like, get a life, get a job, stop breaking into houses, or else do it in Dublin. Like, don't be doing it in Cork. If you're not from here, you don't get the right to do it. That's yeah. my attitude. Yeah, it was two men. One was from Tipperary and one was from Dublin. Ah, oh, Jesus. Two scumbags. Yeah. Even one worse than the other. Ah, well, look, I, th- I think we're laughing. I think car comes up. I mean, it's almost as good as... Do you remember a few, a few months ago, those two pedos were doing a, I don't know, some kind of a, a trip around Ireland being pedos, and they were all over Facebook. Like, every week, people were like, oh, they've been seen here. I think they were seen in Cork. And then that group up the country tied them up, beat the shit out of them, and poured paint all over them and called the guards. Yeah, yeah I remember. That was, that was up the north. That was exactly. somewhere up the north. That, 
That to me is a feel-good news story. I mean, paedophiles brought to justice, local community coming together, Gardaí show up in plenty time. All around, I think, solid. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a, a huge fan of vigilantism. I'll say that much. And what, would you say there's much down in Cove now? Uh, I, I suppose you would, really. Uh, I mean, really? Oh God! Against what against local youths? Um, no, it just tends to be more. I think a couple of years ago there was a some problem with some drug gang after moving into Cove. Fuck off! Well, I think I think from Dublin. Now this was this was a, this was quite a while ago. No, I think you're talking ten to fifteen years ago. Yeah, just to give people perspective, Brendan is old and old as fuck. He's about <laughs> forty-two. Just I know I know I'm a young buck myself, but uh, yeah, Brendan Brendan is quite old. So he will re- he will reference when things were in black and white. Just don't mind us, you know. Just just look past it. It's fine. Yeah, I'll be another year older and I'll come Friday, so you can really pile on the pressure then. Oh, thanks for reminding me it was your birthday. I, I, I'd forgotten, I'm not going to lie. I depend on Facebook for these things. That's, yep. that's the day and age we live in. I don't remember anyone's birthday except you know people I have to remember from before Facebook. And it just no, tends to be that thing. I, I agree. I use Facebook to remind myself of whose birthday it is and then totally ignore it. I, I don't like to post on people's birthdays for Facebook. I mean, I'll, I'll do it for like some people, fair enough. Like... No, I kind of have a, a pretty consistent rule of I just I don't care who it is. I won't post a happy birthday message on their page. But if if um, I suppose a good sign of your standing with me, if I message you directly and say happy birthday, that's uh, that's where that's where we lie. You're in you're in that happy birthday zone, which not too many people get. So you won't post a happy birthday, but you'll post about local news stories, protests, all that sort of thing. They're more shares than posts, I would say. I don't think uh, there's, there's always a little snippet of an opinion. And I mean, I don't know, my take on it, people are a bit too opinionated these days. You know, it's like you give everyone the format to be a journalist and everyone feels like they can. It's, it drives me a bit fucking demented. Well, I think I use it sparingly. Uh, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not singling you out now at all. But like <laughs> I'm just saying that there's a lot of people now who I didn't realize got a journalism degree from UCC who are on my Facebook feed. And, you know, they're just, they're letting me know what they think of fucking everything. Yeah, well, my my favorite, my, they are my favorite people because the the topic of this morning that they knew nothing about by lunchtime, they're literally the world's most uh, foremost authority in this. They know everything, everything. But that's the internet, like, and you've a load of bandwagon jumpers as well. Like, they'll absolutely they see anything, they see a cause, and they're like, "Oh, I'm going to go for it." Like, the prime example for me at the moment is the Trump stuff. Now, I know it's kind of up in the air. Will he come? Won't he come? Um, you know, obviously, I mean, to the country, not ejaculate, but um, this is a bit awkward now. Uh, but yeah, yeah, you know, uh, we'll, we'll take it from there. I wish I could edit that out. Well, but I'm just saying, just saying, him coming to the country, I don't care. Like, I know he's a bastard, but like, we have loads of bastards. Like, they come to the country, they leave. Like, most political leaders are probably bastards. So, like, what's the difference of getting him in versus anyone else? Like, to be honest, I have no, I had no issue with him, uh, with him coming. Again, I can't never say that without referencing your uh, view on that. But I'm trying to move past. I'm trying to think you'd say arriving probably sounds better. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Him arriving. I mean, I just don't get it. Like, I know people now, and I saw loads of things on Facebook about Trump protests being organised in advance of it. He wasn't even coming to Cork, and there was going to be a Cork protest. Like that—that that to me is bloody retarded. Like, of all, of all things to be doing, I, I genuinely, I'm baffled by that. Like, oh, let's protest him coming to a different county in our county. Why? If you're, if you're going to be committed, go up to their county and protest it. Go up to Dublin and protest there. 
no, that's typical of the Irish protester. They'll protest, but it doesn't really put them out of their own way. Yeah, but I just think it's a bit much like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to sit down and chat here uh, in Cork City. I'm going to have a sign. I'm going to act like I'm protesting. I look like I'm a great asset to the community. And I'm not achieving anything. I'm only wasting everyone's time. Blocking up traffic, blocking up, I don't know, the street, anywhere. It doesn't even matter. Like, they're just there. They're a waste of space. Like, I'd rather see, like, as in, if, if put it this far, take Grand Parade and you take a group of people, I would rather have a drunk group of people looking for hillbillies taking up all the space than a group of Trump protesters who are achieving nothing because at least the people getting the chicken are, you know, they're satisfying themselves, they're taking part in local culture, they're promoting local business and giving their money to the community as such instead of, you know, all right, we're just going to be loud and put everyone out. I'm not keen on the protesters, not going to lie. I think they're just people who have literally not a lot else to do. There's some, there is that element of protesters out there who will protest against something for probably a greater good or something that's genuinely wrong or bad. But uh, those people are few and far between. Like, you know, I've seen all, all these protests that have happened there about the whole cervical uh, cancer fucking scandal and all that. That's fantastic. Like, protesting, that is probably going to achieve something. Yeah, but as well, like that was that was something that actually seriously affected people, like hands exactly. down. But then you have people who just, they, I think, the, like, I, I think it was there a protest last year or something to do with they were changing some of the road names in Cork. There, there was, yeah, pretty sure. You know, just I think anything people will just people love a, a drum to bang on, and anyone to listen to them. I think they're just sad, lonely, stupid people. Okay, now that, that's going to be a headline after this podcast, so prepare for it. You know, local cove man calls protesters sad, lonely, stupid people. No, not, not all protesters, just those who protest against the... Yeah, you see, now it's a matter of opinion. Was, basically what, what we're saying is... Levels yeah, I don't know. People just have... I think if they just... I don't know, more hobbies, I think. People need more hobbies. Yeah, I give it. I give it. Plenty, plenty yeah. needs to be done in the community. Like people need more to be doing. Like I don't go and protest against Donald Trump coming to your country, not specifically your county. Don't join your tidy town, uh, like group. Go protest against rubbish by picking it up. What do you make of those tidy town people? I don't know. I, I feel bad for them. Like they, they do a fantastic job in a lot of places, and you notice it because you'd be driving through. Like I was up in Maynooth there about two weeks ago. And like, fuck, they do tidy towns right. Like, I mean, oh my God, that place was spotless. Yeah, they, like, I did, to be honest, the people, the volunteers are fantastic. Those people are literally fantastic. Without them, and even in Cove, like, I'm thinking, like, I can't remember when, but a couple of years ago, Cove was voted in, like, or voted into, like, the, the top five dirtiest towns in Ireland. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's, and there's a lot of towns in Ireland for people who don't know. I won't yeah. give you an exact figure, but it's probably... That is a lot. For, for our international listeners, like, I'll have you know, like, that we have many towns. Small nation, many towns. Not many, a whole lot of cities. Many towns. Well, that's fair, fair enough, yeah. I, I think fair play to them, but at the same time, um, I don't know, maybe it's just me. I'm a lazy bollocks. Like, that, that doesn't appeal to me in the slightest. Like, well, the you idea... see, yeah, but then you, I suppose you could class yourself as um, responsible, waste responsible and recycle responsible. So you're doing your bit... For your own waste. 
and like with a count now because it's going to look bad but like you know if you're eating a banana in the car and you throw it out the window like does that does that, is that litter like it's gonna it's gonna no I, I, I know where you're going with this about the whole it's organic waste and it'll but that's the same but at the same time if you're driving by and you see a load of fucking banana peels versus a load of wrappers it still looks pretty mank like it does I think the whole purpose is not to throw anything out the window really and the way you get home and put it in the bin yeah, but it's going to smell up the car. Like, there's just, there's a risk there. I mean, say say you're driving for a few minutes and not all of us keep those little bin bags. Some people keep in their cars. Like, you know, there's, I don't want to be leaving a banana peel there. Well, I can just fuck it into the side of the road and it, it'll go away eventually. Is this your um, national uh, coming out of the fact that you litter? I don't litter. I don't litter like anything other than banana peels. The odd well, apple, apple core. I'm not sure we can, I, I'm pretty sure that's classified as litter. Well, I'd just like to point out to any local Gardaí listening that they, you have no proof that I've done that, and I will not name the roads that I did not do it on. I'm, I'm oh. pretty sure Gares can't write about litter anyway. It's all down to the litter warden. Do they still exist? Yeah, well, I think the traffic warden slash dog shit warden slash litter warden is all the same person they were supposed to be. Did you see the stats on the, on the dog wardens? You know, they only handed out like under 100 fines last year, like in yeah. the whole, whole of the year. And like there was something only, I think there was only like, like nine in Cork. Like the fact that we had 10% nearly of the whole country, terrible statistic, but still like nine. I mean, here I was really worried about the dog shit. Like, and I see loads, I can see why people throw that line and kind of think, oh, feck it. Like I'm, I'm, not, I'm not for it. But at the same time, when it comes down to us, fucking hell, you get away with it. To be honest, I think whoever is the dog warden is onto a, an absolute gem of a job there because essentially... They're getting paid for doing absolutely nothing, handing out less than one fine a month. But like, what's the crack then? If they're like in, um, like, are they like people who who take dogs in away as well, like a, a pound kind of a job? Like, what 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 do they fall no, under? No, I think the the dog warden, like the the, do, the actual dog warden, like from the council, is a, an entirely different job. But then the litter warden, I think, dog shit also falls under his remit. Ah, fair enough, Jesus. I mean, really, he's laughing because, like, I mean, you have a lot of hated fuckers. Like, do you ever see the boys um, now who do traffic wardens in town, like, and some of them, they go around in the motorbikes and they just keep the helmet on because they don't want people to look them in the eye. They don't want to see the people as they write them the fines. I think yeah. that's quite madness. I mean, like, in fairness, they're doing their job. I think they're assholes. But, you know, I, I stand to, I don't think they need all the hate. I mean, they're not clamping your car, at least. You know, they're just giving you a shitty ticket. Not that you have to agree with us, but yeah, but see, I don't, I don't think anyone has a problem with like if you blatantly park somewhere you're not supposed to, and you just dump your car there for like four hours, and you come back and you've got a ticket. Well, then you fucking deserve it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. One of those people who like, you know, while sitting in your car, maybe double parks in like I don't know a loading bay at nine o'clock at night while you're waiting thirty seconds for pick someone up from the pub, and then you go home and you have to get one of those sneaky fuckers with the kind of handheld machine type thing and they don't even put the sticker on and all of a sudden you get a fine in the post no they, st- they still have to put the notice on your window do they yeah yeah so on those ones they print out the notice so i got one of those before like it, it'll they can take a picture of your car in it they can note down all the details and they print out the fine there and then you still get one in the post uh but they they leave a docket on your window so you, you can't like unless someone took away the docket um say if it happened to you there's, there's no way they can actually uh, do it unless they notify you, as far as I know. I, 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 I don't know. I thought that changed. I had heard a lot of people giving out about not realizing they had been 
getting a ticket and then they got it in the post. So I'm not sure there. I'm not sure what happened there. Oh, fair enough. It's a bit up in the air. Did you hear That's about something that? To, to clarify for people the next time. We can yeah, yeah, it. it's tough. It's tough. That's a, that's a public service that we'll perform free of charge. Yeah, yeah, we'll look into this. We'll investigate for the people, always for the people. All did, people. did you hear about the crowd up in Dublin? The, so literally, there was, you know, the, the Lewis line. I'm not sure what street on. I'm not, I'm not good at Dublin. But some, some street in Dublin, the Lewis was blocked up because some fella at nine in the morning parked his Nissan Micra to go into a sex shop. I, I did see that. That's and to be honest, I, I read it and thought, that's fantastic. I think that man deserves a medal or a woman. I mean, there's no verifying if it's a man or not. But I mean, fair play to I mean, they're a dirty bastard, like going in there at that hour. Maybe they work there, maybe they don't. I don't know. But like the fact that they managed to hold up all the traffic, block up a Lewis line, make loads of news headlines just for going into a sex shop. I mean, most people try to do that really subtly. And I feel like what their aim to do was they were going to pull in the car, run in, grab whatever few bits they leave, whatever bits they need, then run back to the car and head away home and skulk away. They're, they probably aren't working. They're probably just sitting down at home doing whatever business they like to do. But I mean, like, I, I think fair play. It, it's, yeah, it's actually- I like how you kind of made it sound like they were going to despair for like bread and milk. You know, they're just going to run in there, get a few bits and head away again. Like I don't, I don't know what they're getting. I mean, we we can't make accusations against them. What if they just sell like you know cheap chocolate in there? Like you'd never know. There's, there's well, a pretty... yeah, unlikely. I know. Like, but we we can't really make too many accusations against the person. I mean, we don't know what their story is. Like, what if they were just having a really bad day? Their wife had left them. They thought, you know what? She probably yeah. left me because I go to sex shops at nine in the morning. So I'm gonna go back to the sex shop and just you know enjoy my life yeah, I, I don't know look I mean I'm not I'm not one to judge I mean uh, if somebody gets up in the morning and then I don't know you know I, some people want porridge some people want coffee some people want to go and buy some porn whatever you know whatever you're into I suppose I think that there's a gap in the market there for Centra to get involved like you go in you get your Frank and Honest coffee and then happy days you know whatever you know they could have a curtained off section um People stroll in. You could eat your chicken roll while watching any any films on offer. You know, they, it could get a bit weird, but I think Centre should go for it. Yeah, I'm not sure it would appeal to the whole uh, family kind of orientated shops. Probably except. not. No, I, I don't. I don't see Musgraves taking me on as a marketing expert or anything anytime soon. No, I mean, um, what you're probably more likely to do there is if you know if you were the sex shop entrepreneur maybe she just put in a small fridge and had like a couple of liters of milk and maybe some bread then you're going to hit both markets because those people are their priorities in getting milk it's true that's true I, I, I don't know I, I still feel like there's a gap in the market there like I mean maybe it's just me I mean in this day and age like people people need just convenience I heard a great one on the radio today and I was actually delighted I'm pretty sure it could have been you who told me about it before but I didn't listen and then it came back to me but you know, apparently in Centra, a large coffee fits into a medium cup. <laughs> it was indeed me who told you this because I um, I'm not going to say any more about this. I don't want to be I don't want to be watched in every Centra I go into now. Ah, oh, but still, I think that's phenomenal. I was delighted with life. So yeah, I feel like I'm going to chance it now uh, tomorrow morning. I'm going to. I don't even stop for coffee usually on the way to work, but just for the sake of principle, I'm going to see. And if I have an overflowing cup. I will be writing to 2FM to give out. Like, I, I had this revelation in uh, a spar, actually, namely the one on Little Island, which is a fantastic shop because it has a spar and a Subway and a Supermax and a deli all rolled into one. 
I'm not sure I'm ready for these mega shops. They're, they're, they're all over the place. It's and quite small. It's quite... Yeah, I've, see, I've seen it. I've been in there, and I'm all for it. But like, even my local garage has now got a Supermax. It's got the garage. It's got the deli. It's got fridges with food and everything. And it seems, it seems great. Like, there's everything there. Everything there is fantastic. But, like, it's too, it's too much convenience for me. Like, I can go get my petrol. I can get Supermax on a whim. If I want to get a roll or something, it's there. Like, they, they have everything. I, I'm not ready for it. I mean, like, to be honest, I liked the idea that because I, if I'm going to the garage, that's my job, and I'm going to the garage, that's that. Unless I'm, like, driving somewhere, and that's where I'm stopping. But, I mean, like, if, if I'm in Bishop's Town, I'm going to get the petrol everything else. Like, the idea then that I have all this convenience around, it's, it's too much for me. Like, I'm, I'm going to get that Supermax on a whim far too often. I'm sick of Supermax because I'll tell you, I've been victim to their amazing breast in a bun far too often lately. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I'd be a fan of the convenience. I want to get in, get out. I, I'll have a clear picture of what I need before I go in. I think your, your problem here is you're the meandering type. You might even want that. You might even want that breast bone when you go in. I don't. It's simple. In the back of your head, you might think, uh, you know, if someone gave me breast bone, I need it. And then you wander around the shop, and you kind of, you might give it a little glance, and then walk up the aisle and come back, and then you lock eyes with it for a little bit more. Before you know it, you're sitting outside, covered mayonnaise, breast and a bone gone. I think the temptation's there though and it's right in your doorstep and like I mean in this day and age where everyone's looking for fitness tips and they're just trying to get fit and healthy and everything else and then boom they just lob garages full of you know just just fast food and amazingness all into one like I was murdered for a chicken roll as it was and like a chicken roll is bad enough you've, you've fair enough you've the chicken breast it's smaller than the breast of the bun um, and you know you've got your taco sauce whatever stuff and whatever you choose to put in your roll your own business we all have our preferences but like that's that's just the rule. That's bad enough. And I'd never go for the wedges or anything with it usually. So it's fine. You know, it's a bad roll. It's a lot of calories, whatever. But then you're talking the breast of the bun. You get a large taco chips. They have dessert. They have muffins covered nicely. They have everything. It's all there. And you you can get it at like midday. Too much. I don't. It's, it's a world I'm not ready to live in. To be honest, but the convenience. I suppose it, it it's it's how it hits your lifestyle because I used to work with a guy in uh, in the city when I was working on. Uh, near Oliver Plunkett Street, and that centre on Oliver Plunkett Street is just amazing for hot chicken rolls. It's one of the nicest in Cork. You know, I know there's a website dedicated to reviewing hot chicken rolls. That one would be way up there. Is, is there actually? What, what? Is there actually a website for reviewing them? Oh, absolutely, yeah. I'll send I, I actually have a terrible hot chicken news story that um, I, I have to bring you from my trip to Maynooth. I'll, I'll, I'll have to get you this information because it's, it's quite a... Um, I can't remember. I'm not sure if it's a website or a Facebook page, but it's definitely one or two, and it's it's a very entertaining, also very informative. I'm, I'm going to have to get on it. Was that that Centra Hurley Centra? Those fine people in Hurley Centra, if they want to sponsor us, no problem. Uh, by giving us hot chicken rolls, we we'll give them a good shout out every week with their deliciously succulent chicken rolls. And Sam will take them. Great sauce selection. Absolutely, and do you know what? Just great staff all round. Yeah, yeah, good on him. Now there was that Hungarian guy that worked for us. He, he, he. Um, I'm going to assume he still does. I can't confirm this, but at the time of leaving, he had got a hot chicken roll from that centra every day for the past four years, every working day. Well, that's quite quite a lot of money spent. Did you ever think of just making lunch? Uh, no, he, that was his thing. Fair um, enough. Never, to be honest. Convenient, convenient, but horror news story. So like hot chicken roll, it's your comfort food. It's a nice afternoon snack. 
It's something you rely on nearly everywhere you go. They won't, they're not always going to be fantastic, but you can rely on it's going to be an okay munch. You know what I mean? There's varying levels, and I suppose that's why there's that review site. Maynooth, Central. I think, I, I don't know Maynooth well, but it's, it appeared as though it was the main street. I'm going to call it the main street of Maynooth. There is a Centra. And I went in. I said, I just wanted a roll. I, I had the day to kill a Maynooth. So I walked in, got my roll. That's fine. I drove all the way back to the car park, sat down in the car park. I was eating my roll. I was pretty happy. I got halfway through. Now, Brendan, how, you're actually a trained chef, so you'd probably, you'd probably know this yourself. How, like, those, those chicken breasts are pretty much pre-cooked, are they? And then they just put them, like, as in it's like, I don't know, kind of like a frozen breast you'd buy in a shop. Like, it's pre-cooked chicken, and then they just reheat it in the oven, and then they put it on the hot counter, and it's there. But it's pre-cooked, like. It is, yeah. Yeah. So that, that, that's what I thought. Now, I don't know what this center is doing, but I bit through my roll, and I thought that was a, that was a weird texture. I got there in my roll. I thought, this is weird. And, you know, usually I kind of wolf through the roll. I wouldn't really be looking at it. You know, I just kind of inhaled the thing. I looked down. There is pink chicken, uncooked chicken in this chicken roll, covered in breadcrumbs. And it's just there. And I was after eating some. And it was, so I opened up the rest of the roll and the scraps of white and scraps of pink. And it turns out the thing wasn't cooked at all properly. That's scandalous. Horrendous. And like, like, props to them for trying to make fresh chicken breasts for chicken rolls. If they pulled it off, I'm sure it would have been amazing. But raw chicken just isn't going to work for anyone. Absolute filth. Honestly, I was disgusted beyond belief. I couldn't believe it. To be Bro. fair, what do you expect? You're in Maynooth. Absolutely. Is there, is there anything from Maynooth that you could tell me that's good? Or no. one positive thing to say about it? No, that, there, there wasn't a whole lot, to be honest. No, the um, best thing about Minute is the fucking bypass. Just go right by it. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Carry on. No yeah. rushing for you. Well, yeah, I don't know. It's just an unfortunate story. I mean, we all have that safety with chicken rolls, and then look what happens. And you know what? There's nothing worse than when that happens. It's like, actually, this, this will kind of tie nicely. I had a banana earlier when I came home. Yeah, I'm partial, I'm partial to a banana. I, I don't mind. They're a great way to quench the uh, hunger. I was about halfway through eating it, and just in one part, the, the very inside part of the banana was extremely chewy, like kind of almost, not imagine like a kind of a hard jelly type texture where there was a bit of a bite to it. Actually, for the people at home, like, what, what, was it brown? No, no, it was, it was yellow. What? It was yellow. It was, it was, it was a good looking banana as, far as, as much as they can be. You know, I'd been there a few days. It wasn't green. It wasn't brown. It was that nice yellow with a, one or two little, like, maybe black marks on it, which give you the, you know, nice soft kind of banana. That's fair. That's fair. And have you figured out what, what was wrong with it? No, I, I actually spat it out and I looked and it just looked like that inside part where it's like the little black dot type things. Yeah. But it was just, I know, same, to be honest, it was some kind of an alien fucking sperm. It was disgusting. And I'm not going to banana for quite a while now. That's absolute filler. That would put you right off. I mean, I'm, fucking hell. I might protest against bananas now because of that, to be honest. You know, I'm going to be honest. You will find groups in court that will absolutely jump on that protest. They'll probably tie it into some feminism, anti-men. I mean, it could get right twisted. And before you know it, you're involved in a whole scandal about Manly's protest against men because he hates bananas. But I think, I think it might be worth your while, you know, just putting the feelers out there, see who's about the place, see who's up for a protest. You can yeah. have it organized by tomorrow, like. 
no, you could. It's easy, especially in Cork. I mean, just you don't even have to finish the sentence. There, I'll probably have a message before this is over to say like, I'm interested. Hands down. If only we were live. If only. If only. Sadly, this is this is going to be recorded. It's going to be lobbed up online. People love it in a few hours. But at the moment, we're the only ones who get to listen to this crisp, crisp recording. All right, probably be the only ones who'll ever listen to it. <laughs> More than likely, but I mean, come on. It, it, it's a new partnership. It's a new podcast team. We're going to have to go to it. We're going to have to build on it. And that's that. So we'll take it as it comes. Now we're going to head straight for people. People are going to be unfamiliar with this segment because usually I do my interview and that's fine. We're going to go to a few news headlines. Uh, so look, I'm going to take this first one. I hope you have some prepared. And I feel like people do need to know the news. Uh, now it's, it's nationwide. It can be global anything. So the first one I have, man on train, a tax man for stealing bag. And I know what you're thinking. Another bit of vigilantism, fair play. So to give you a bit of background, man goes into a stall on the train. And I wouldn't recommend this anyway. As, as a, someone who approves of public toilets, but at the same time discourages train public toilets. Uh, he got on, um, and now it wasn't like a Cork to Dublin train, like it was a smaller train service. I won't name them. So I imagine it wasn't that long that he needed to be on it. Although I'm not a local, I'm, I'm going to assume that. Where I, was the train to and from? So, I, somewhere between somewhere and somewhere in Sligo. Oh, forget it. Nobody knows that about Sligo. Yeah, no, no one knows. It's, it's no man's land. I don't know. It might as well be Bahrain. Like, I mean, fuck, fuck knows. But yeah, so anyway, train in Sligo. I don't even know how big Sligo is, but I don't imagine it's that big that the train would go on for that long. We'll say, for, for argument's sake, it's Cork City to Fota. That's what we're right. guessing. That's the train distance. And you're on the side squint for a shit anyway. So he does this as the train stops. So obviously he's a bit of a weirdo anyway to start. But So he comes out after taking a shit, comes back into the carriage, looks out the window, sees a man with his bag, and he runs out after the man. I'm not sure if he tackled him. The news story didn't give this information. But an argument ensues. He tries to get the bag back. Guards are called. Big, big blow up in the train station. The train is delayed massively because of this. And as it turns out anyway, it is in fact that man's bag. So look, he, he heads away after being attacked for his bag. Heads away home. And this other man is left lost thinking, what the fuck happened? Caused big scene. Guards called. Everything like that. And I mean, we're talking fucking, especially in Tygo. There's uh, Sligo. I'd say people were talking, like people knew who he was. So it's not the best. So anyway, a few hours later, he gets a call from Aaron Road Aaron. And uh, didn't he leave the bag in, in the carriage? It's just there. It's sitting there. So he had walked out of the toilet. He took a right. To the left was the carriage he was in. And his bag just sat there on its own. No one touched it. That's how honest Ireland is. The bag was just left there, all the shit in it, his iPad, laptop, whatever, untouched. And he just attacked some innocent man for a bag that was very, very similar. I, I don't I don't like I'm trying to put myself in a situation similar to that but I don't think I've ever done anything even close it's happened to me once I'm not going to lie now not, this, not to the same level but I have a blue Adidas bag some people will call it a man purse man bag whatever it's a nice bag I approve of it fuck you if you don't like man bags and I used to use it as my gym bag so brought it to the gym that's fine and as I'm on, I'm going to act like I'm a real tank, even though I'm not. So I'm there benching a few hundred kg and, you know, I'm just being an absolute monster in the gym. And I look up in my peripheral and I see someone walking out of the gym with a blue Adidas bag, very similar to mine. Panic stations erupt, run upstairs. I literally leave the weights, leave my bottle, leave my headphones, leave my phone, all at the bench. People were probably annoyed that I tried to reserve the machine. That's not what I was doing. I was in such a panic. Ran upstairs. My bag is still in the dressing room. Now, luckily, I didn't chase the man. You see, I went to verify if my bag was still there first. 
Now, had he stolen my bag, I would have been behind on time. He probably would have got away. But it, ju- it just shows, you know, people probably aren't going to steal your bags. Yeah, that's, that's fair. Um, it's kind of an, it's an embarrassing um, story, really, for him. There was no winner in that. Oh, absolutely. So, like, what, what's your take on it? Would you go to the bathroom on a train? Uh, as, a, as an absolute last resort. I don't know if I would, to be honest, because I'll tell you, we went on an art trip to Dublin uh, when I was in, I don't know, sixth year, and there was a man on the train, wasn't from my class or anything, went into the stall, and I think he thought he had it locked, and someone pushed the button and opened it, and yeah. he just flashed the train. And I've heard loads, you know, it's kind of one of those things where everyone claims they know someone who saw that or they know someone who it happened to. Now, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not trying to claim a close connection to it. I just saw this man flash the train. It's not the best site, poor fella. He clearly needed to go. He's going for a shit on a two or three hour train journey. And yeah, he suffered for it. In general, public transport or even in public, I'll avoid going to the toilet if possible. Obviously, if you need to piss somewhere, that's just a done thing. You just get out, you just get on with it. There's no real contact involved with anything apart from washing your hands. Yeah, but yeah, it's true. The rest, like, unless you're talking emergency situation, I'll rather. Uh, wait till I'm home or like work also is acceptable because we spend most of our fucking lives there yeah it's mis- miserable no matter where you're working I think you need you need to you know take pride in your local toilet in work now I will say ours are top notch like they're cleaned twice a day there's a nice perfumey smell in there uh, for the most part it's half decent I'm not, yeah. not going to lie I don't mind going in there and they're adequate there's an adequate number of them for the amount of people Oh, 100%. Now, you get the odd weirdo. Now, I will say, now, I work in a building where there's several different companies there. And on our floor, there's two companies. I, we all share the one outside toilet. And I will say, the, pe- the people from the other company, they weird me out. They talk numbers on the toilet. So, like, financial things, like things I don't even understand. They're outside my realm. And, you know, you'd be there and you all hear is, James, you see those figures about whatever contract? Like, yeah, man, crazy. And, like, these two people are taking a shit. They're saying, man, like, that, that's not on. Like that one, they're kind of sacred time. One, they're invading my private time, where you know I'll scroll through Facebook or I'll just sit there and you know, I suppose be one with my thoughts. And then you know, pe- people just come in, and they disturb it, they disturb the zen. That's, that's not cool. Well, at least you have the the comfort of that and not have to work in uh, a building where there's I don't know two thousand people in four cubicles. Yeah, I I know for a fact that's quite bad. And generally, one or the other is closed, so it's just a, a total lottery as to whether you can actually go to the toilet or not. Yeah, plus when you're on limited time for toilet time outside of breaks, it can be very tough. Yeah, it's just not an environment that anyone's going to thrive in. Just, just to give people an idea, you know, you really need to get in early, get your morning dump done. You need to make the most of those breaks and take advantage of going to the bathroom because you, you might not have the time other than that. You know, it's, it's, it's risky. It's, it's, it's pure time management on the wrong level. Yeah, so anyway, look, I suppose the lessons people need to take away from this, public toilets on trains, buses, anything like it, you're taking a risk. Just public toilets, don't, don't do it. That's my message here. Don't, don't do and also, I'm going to be honest, unless you have someone with you on the train and if you have, if you have all these valuable things like an iPad and a laptop and stuff like that, bring your bag with you. I mean, chances are you've booked the train seat and if not, you don't give up the train seat. But like, I'm not leaving all my valuables there. It's different on a plane. Like, no, nothing's going anywhere on a plane. Like on a train, like the stops, as people hop off, people go to different carriages. Someone could have robbed your bag. Yeah, and, and to be honest, uh, on top of that, I, I, I hate being on a train. It happened to me quite recently. I was with a friend of mine and we were on the way to Dublin. 
and there was a woman sat. We were we had a nice four seater to ourselves with a table. We were chilling. Oh, out. lovely, lovely. There was a woman across from us in a tour. Uh, she had like two big bags, where I think she was, I don't know, let's say maybe in her 50s, but looked like some kind of a traveler, not an actual traveler, like a backpacker. Okay, so an adventurer, if you will. Adventurer, yeah, adventurer, I like that. Uh, she obviously needed to go to the toilet, and then she asked us, would we watch her bags while she did? Now, when when someone asks you that, at first thought is, yeah, sure, we're all on the same train, we're not really going anywhere, uh, and I'll watch them, but that's literally it. I mean, uh, we, we kind of had a bit of discussion about it afterwards. One, I'm not that comfortable watching them in the first place, especially if they're gone for like, 15 minutes which she was I thought she maybe just got off the train is there something in the bag shouldn't be there are we going to said thing I overthink these things uh, I also then thought just in my head I was thinking what if just somebody just walks along and some randomer and just picks up the bag and runs away with it am I going to get up and chase them I think you'll find they won't then you're probably not reliable. I mean, like you, you should have said, "No, I'll, I'll watch someone's bags all day." You know, if it comes to it, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm going to be sitting in that spot anyway, I don't mind it. But like, I, I'd be kind of saying, "Well, like, yeah, no worries, I'll watch it." Like, but I mean, if someone goes to rob it, like, I'm, I'm not going to stop them. Yeah, that's, that's see, that, that's just a whole different. See, I'm not sure that people are prepared for saying, "Can you watch my bag?" And I say, "I can watch it, but I'm not chasing anyone." You just immediately then put them at a serious discomfort. I think they take their bag with them. Maybe that's yeah. the way to go. I don't. I feel like that's the best thing. Just brutal honesty. I mean, I, I'm just not a fan in general of strangers talking to me in anywhere. Really, makes me deeply uncomfortable. Uh, yeah. I actually, you know, Brendan, like as you know yourself, name of the podcast. Like, I mean, I, I'm a plump fellow, if you will. I wouldn't say I'm the skinniest. I mean, we and everyone has a type. But um, you know, I was in a garage a few weeks ago. Um, went in to get a coffee and a sandwich. Um, I looked around. There was no deals on coffee and sandwiches. Just just puts this in perspective. And the man said to me, for a beautiful fellow like yourself, the coffee is free. Oh, wow. And I took the free coffee with a smile. But as I drove away, I had a deep discomfort. Now, this wasn't in Cork, just, just so people know. I had a deep discomfort to think, that man was watching me pour that coffee. He saw me pick up the sandwich. There was no deal. Yet he left me off the coffee. Now, he's either a man looking to get fired or bummed. I don't know. What? Do you ever think, like, are, are we reading too much in? Was he just, and, and just a guy thought, I'm going to do a good deed here today. This man looks like he's slightly stressed. Maybe he could do with a free coffee, and I'm going to give it to him. He gave, not, a, bit of, he gave a bit of a... Sexually harassed way that you imagined it. No, no, but there was a bit of a wink, like, you know, there was a, there was a, a wink and a grin. And I don't, know if it, I don't know if it was like a local, like, you know, oh, don't worry, I've got your back kind of a wink, you know. Like, you know, one you give to your buddy if, if you're like, oh, don't worry. I, I, no, I can't. No, I don't wink. I don't wink at people. I do. Like, you know, like say, all right, so someone's trying to fool someone. They're telling a lie. It's That's a funny. funny story. I'll give them an old wink to go, you know, I've got you here. I'm going to play along. That's you fine, but I certainly wouldn't just wink at someone with no context. Oh yeah, definitely. But I mean, the context for him was he was offering me a free coffee. Um, that's, that, that's definitely a sexual thing. All right, we can just forget about the whole kind-heartedness of it there. I don't know. It, it was a weird moment for me, though, and I'm not going to lie. Like, it's just not the thing I expect from, from anyone of any gender. You know, I go about my life, people aren't very nice to me in terms of free goods like that. I'm good with it. I don't come to expect it. And it really blindsided me. And I, I sipped that coffee. I had made it myself. I was very happy with it. But at the same time, I just had the, the thought, like, fucking hell, like, what, what was that about? <laughs> did you find, like, did you find, like, basically, you, I don't know, 
kind of sold a piece of yourself there. Bit, yeah. You know, I, I kind of, I, I left myself vulnerable. Like, what if I encountered him at some point in, during the day or at any point? And next thing he was like, oh, remember that free coffee? Yeah. Are you going to buy me a free? Like, what if he wanted a free coffee back or, I don't know, to sit down for a coffee? I mean, like, I'm spoken for. I don't need that kind of attention. It's scary, Brendan. You know what I mean? It's, it's not okay. Yeah, I mean, look, I think the best thing to do in this situation is just yeah, be happy with the free coffee and don't ever think about it again. Yeah, that's fair. That's Ideally, fair. you won't ever visit that same garage or run to that same man. I don't think so, no. And I think if I was going back to that town, I wouldn't go to that garage anymore. I'd go to a different garage because it, it just, you know, it just unsettled me. I imagine if he's giving away free free coffees, especially to people who look like me, you know, run-of-the-mill average ugly fucker. Like, I mean, he's he's bound to get fired soon. Like, he's clearly out for something. I don't know what it is. Like, I don't even know. Have you ever thought on the flip side of that, that, you know, like I said, that man was just, regardless of his weird, creepy half-wink, maybe that was just a twitch. What if he was just being a nice guy, doing Can a nice thing, and he's now listening to this and just thinking, what's the point? But, but can you be a nice guy in this day and age? Like, people don't trust you. People don't want you to do that sort of thing. You know what I mean? It's just kind of, like, I mean, I'm sure people want free coffees and free stuff and all the rest. But, like, when it comes to it, I don't know, would you trust it? I don't know. I don't know if I would. I always see an agenda there. No, you're right. I agree. I think there's a, there's a, that age, age I was saying, oh, there's no such thing as a free lunch. I, I thoroughly believe that. That's bloody it, but it's bullshit. I actually, I got caught for one by the lucky, lucky men on holidays where oh. I was outside a pub. I was after a fair few drinks. Um, it was a group of four of us and we were all, we were all waiting. Someone was inside using the bathroom. We were waiting and a man comes up to me and he's like, Oh, Irish, Irish. Yeah. Yeah. And he starts speaking a little bit Irish to me and I'm like, Oh yeah, great stuff. Great stuff. And he's chatting away and he's a nice fella. And he's, he's from, I think he said it was from Senegal. Anyway, he was living in Tenerife for a while. Fair enough. Do you know what I mean? We're having a chat and he's selling sunglasses. I said, no, nah, buy your grand. I don't want any. So he said no more about it. And then when he was leaving, we were after having a five minute chat. He threw some sunglasses in, into my hand. And he said, there for you, man. For Thanks for the lovely chat. You've made my night. And he, g- he gave Amy a pair too. And like, these are like fake Ray-Bans, you know, whatever of us. So I'm like, oh, cheers. Yeah. And I, I wasn't going to, I, I kind of just was like, you can just have them back. I don't need them. And he was like, no, no, no. It's a gift. It's a gift. And next thing he goes, are you, are you not going to give me a few bob for him? And like, to be honest, like I, I was drunk and I just, I just wanted rid of him. So I took out a fiver and I gave it to him. And he goes, that's all you're going to give me. And I said, yeah piss off like but i mean i i i went around for two days of that holiday and it, it was the last two days kind of thinking you know he really tricked me he really yeah. got me and at this one this is my distrust with these types of things you know like what if he came out to the car and he was like what if he'd called the guards and said that man stole a coffee and then i i would have just been framed i walk up i I'd go out with the coffee my receipt only shows a chicken stuffing sandwich what's do you know what I mean? What if what if his plan was like entrapment? He's working with local Gardaí. They need to up their numbers. He gets a cut off the side if I get arrested. Like, I, I don't know, man. I mean, I'm I'm not trying to expose the local free coffee, you know, guard scandal, whatever you're going to call it. I mean, I'm sure it'll come out. The guards are renowned for these types of things. But I mean, do you know what? The, the trust isn't there anymore. It's just it's just not, Brendan. It's not. I think you've been you've been hurt, Jen. I have, you know, deep, deeply hurt. Now look, we focused on this for quite a while. What news stories are you bring to the table? I feel like we're not going to touch them all, but so we're give not. us your best one. Give um, us your best one. Right, I'm just going to lead straight in with um, 
new story number one that I have. It's gone straight to the top of the list given our, our time constraints. And so uh, parrots have been shown to have the ability to make complex economic decisions, which I think is fantastic. What do you mean by that, though? Is, is that like so, the octopus who can predict the World Cup? No, that was just a farce. These are parrots, right? They took, I can't remember the exact number, I think 30 or 35 different parrots, like macaws and African greys and, I don't know, other kind of parrots there is, like the parrots in the back of the animal bear wrapper. Okay. Uh, okay. And they taught them to recognize the value of different tokens. So I'm not sure whether they're colors or shapes or what, so let's just say they were colors. Um, they basically taught the, the parrot that say a red token meant they got like a nice big thing of fruit and nuts, but a, a blue token meant they just got like, I don't know, corn. Okay. They taught them over time that if basically the value between the token and the nice food, and then they switched around the colors of the tokens and the, co- and the different foods, more something say luxurious. Uh, and apparently within like three or four weeks, the parrots recognized or were able to always recognize what token to pick for the, say, higher end food. Okay, well, well, like fair play to parrots. I mean, I'm delighted for them. But like what, what value does that have on anything? Um, I don't think it really helps anyone, to be honest. I just thought it was a great news story. I mean, I'm delighted for the parrot community. Like that's fantastic. They can probably do it in the majority of the people from Kerry. But I mean, fucking I mean, a lot. I, you know, the old, I mean, you know, people say you can't teach an old dog new tricks, but that's not true. It's the same with parrots. Well, for, fair fucks, honestly. Like, maybe you should get to... you know what you could do? You could get a nice business off that. Stand near the new um, section in, in Fota that has the old parrots and give off that spiel. And then when you're done, just be like that fella, the lucky lucky man on holidays, and be like, are you not going to give me a few euro for, for my information? So I'll just say like, oh, you just, you know, just give them the parrot. Is that what you're saying? No, you don't give them the parrot. Like, you know, you give them the information about the parrot and then they should pay for you to give that information as kind of a guided tour. Like, by the way, like you could have a bucket. You could say, oh, by the way, we're collecting for the parrots. Would you like to donate? And, you know, you could steal the money. Yeah, I'm kind of with you on that one. Yeah, to be honest, I'm not even sure that um, it's worth anything, really, apart from the fact I thought that was fantastic. Well, yeah, I like it. I I like hearing all these, like... There's so much shit going on in the world. I don't really like to... I like to know what's going on. I don't like to dwell on it. Because if you do, I think we'd all be in the height of depression. Yeah, it's true. In fairness, today I was trying to go and find some good news stories. And I don't usually go through the news at all. I'm not not a big news guy. Don't listen to the radio on the way to work for the most part. Generally, it'd be the case podcast or music. And that's that. But, you know, today I trolled through a few websites on my lunch break, of course. And uh, I've got a few news stories. Um, one I need to hit in a minute, of course, before I, I feel like we don't have much news left. So we'll take one more each. But I'm just saying, I, I don't know. The news, it's a bit depressing, man. And, and this, this one coming at you, it's going to be a depressing one. So look, Brennan, technology. I mean, it, it's taken us to new levels altogether. We're literally in two different parts of Cork right now recording a podcast. Fantastic. Take it, hands down. Just amazing. But how do you, how do you get your TV at home? Um, I view my channels through a box which I had purchased from uh, from a reliable source. I'm sure nondescriptly from a man, and it has channels on it. Okay, well, very very similar enough. Like you know, Sky Digital, Virgin Media. A lot of people. I'm not going to name names. 
um, get their kind of Android boxes and they get pay a service to people all around. I know for the most part, it's been kind of a, it's kind of a cowboy town, you know, no one really, it's, it's not so much, it, it's against the law, but no one's really pursuing it. No one really knows who's responsible. I mean, if you buy the box, it's actually the person distributing and supplying you with that would generally be the one charged. And this is what happened in this case. So four people in Dublin, first time, I think, as far as I know, it's the first time it's happened here, have been arrested in Dublin and over 700,000 euro has been frozen into their accounts. So they can't access any of their money. And this is all from the, uh, the old IPTV boxes. So they're supplying all the sports, all the box office, UFC, all the rest. At, at a scandalous price, I imagine. And they're fucking after making a boatload of money. Boatload. Unbelievable. I think, I mean, all power to them, everyone who is doing it. But fucking hell, it's a sign of the times. Like, they're cracking down. They mean, they mean nothing good. This is another thing now. You get nothing for free. People pay for these. But I mean, how long is it going to last? I don't know, Brendan. I don't know. Well, you see, I think the whole attraction of it is because the fact that Sky essentially being the biggest provider are crooks. Yeah, they are. I mean, just for people who don't have Sky, and I'm sure that's not a lot of many people, maybe more now, to have like the full Sky package with movies and sports, which everyone wants because you want to have that choice. It's literally 1,100 quid a year. It's a lot of money. I mean, it's just like car insurance. Fucking but, and that's for and that's for you're just basically to watch something so then you have your IPTV providers charging I think let's just say I don't know for sure but let's just pick a random figure of £69 sterling uh, per six month period uh, for every channel imaginable literally everything that Sky have plus all of your like UFC fight pass uh, box you know box office UFC boxing box office movies, videos on demand, live events. Literally, there's nothing on that's being broadcast anywhere in the world that you can't get on these boxes for literally, like say even for a year, your yearly figure, it's just it's a tenth of the cost. So even if you get it and you only use it for six months and those people end up in jail and you can't use it anymore, I think that is a worthwhile risk of investment. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. You know, I don't, I don't judge it. Um, but yeah, you know, so I was pretty shocked at that. The amount of money they must have made is crazy. Now, I mean, I suppose, where were they going to put it? I mean, in my head, I was like, I don't know what I've kept all that in the bank. I'd like been withdrawing it and kind of just had it somewhere, suitcases or something. You're going really down the whole Pablo Escobar route there of burying your money. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, if you had that much and you're kind of, you're looking and they're like, they would freeze your funds. I mean, uh, I mean, what you want to try and do, I suppose, invest in property. They probably had that in the long run. Like, I mean, God, they could have just been doing it for a few months. But you see, the problem there is, like, if you're Joe Sopin, you either have no job, which is, he makes it even more suspicious, or you have your average standard minimum wage job, like 40 hours a week, and you're driving around in maybe a nice Beamer, you know, or a nice Audi or something, and you have a house, or you're maybe thinking about buying a house, and you're going on all these holidays. You know, people are going to ask questions. Before years ago, everyone just assumed you deal drugs. Now, yeah, people assume you deal in television. That's fair. It's fair. The television dealers, like, they're making a crap load of money. But, I mean, feckin' hell, at least they're not hurting people for the most part. Yeah, I know people are on about the whole, you know, everyone's, you know, people say, oh, it's a victimless crime. But it's not because people lose money in this. The people that are losing the money can afford to lose the money, in my opinion. Yeah. And, I always like to say, um, 
you know, at the start of the movies there for years, they had the, that kind of little intro about, you wouldn't steal a car, so why would you steal a movie? One of the best well, adverts ever made. It was, but to be honest, I remember from day one of seeing that, I thought, well, if it was as easy to steal a car as steal a movie, I'd probably consider it. Yeah, in fairness, you know, I, I mean, it, it, it's really, it's just down to how easy it's going to be for you. But honest to God, that, how, how great were those ads? I mean, you've really taken me to that point now. Fantastic. Loved they were, them. They were, they were so good. And you knew, it was, it, it was a part of the build-up to the excitement that you were going to watch a movie, but you were also getting a little bit of a cool ad here. About, yeah, and about like... Stealing. I, I was probably, I don't know what was wrong with me, like, I'm a bit of a queer fish. But like, I remember, um, I, I got the film, great film, SWAT on DVD. Back in the day. Fantastic. Fantastic film indeed. And when we're going back to some throwback films, that's going to be in my recommendation list for sure. But so anyway, in SWAT, I had one of those DVD players that had a fancy button that would say skip to menu. And you could skip all the ads and just go right to the menu. One of the best features ever invented, hands down. But I used to always watch that ad because it would come up first. And I always, I, I always liked it, you know, there was a nice backing track and... I just kind of thought, wow, I didn't steal this. It was, it was kind of a little pat in the back for myself, you know. I knew I bought it in my local Golden Discs. I kind of like, yeah, I didn't steal this. That's right. Now, I imagine it, it would be the same thrill had you stolen it. Yeah. You know, you, you'd probably watch it and go, yeah, fuck you, dickheads. This ad didn't work. Look at me watching my stolen film. Yeah, it's just, I, I don't know. It's very hard for people like me to think of, think of that as a serious crime. You know, this is going to bring us right back down to our number when you have later like bankers out there upending economies and cost costing people like literally hundreds of millions and billions. And I always just think like, what? Who cares about the four euro film, really? That's fair. That's fair. But at at the same time, you know, I I kind of think. It's a pretty big deal, and you're, you're really downplaying it there. And for all the movie people who want to give us an old movie deal about how this podcast became amazing, um, we don't steal films. Never never have, never will. And, uh, this is all hypothetical about the stealing. And, uh, oh, yeah, of course. No, we, we've never pirated any kind of film. We still believe in hard copies or legitimately purchased online copies from the only, the streaming only services. that I, I support are the historical pirates who sailed the seas. Yar. What about the Cove pirate? Oh, well, that's just what I was saying. That's a whole different day's story. That's fair. Sorry, I, I just need to tie everything back to Cove. All yeah, right, so have, you, have you anything else to hit me with? Come on. You do have a bit of a, an obsession with my being from Cove. That's okay. That's okay. It's, it's a nice spot, nice spot. So, come uh, on, anything else for me? Yeah, we're going to run through things quick here, and now we're, we're starting to run out of time rapid. Now I know how Joe Rogan feels when he's like, oh, it's been three hours. It just Time just goes nowhere. Oh, no, but first of all, we don't have three hours to, to kill on a podcast. And second of all, I feel like the people listening haven't got that Joe Rogan bit of pace that they're going to listen for three hours. I'm not sure they're even at this point. They could have turned off 20 minutes ago. But I mean, we'll know. We'll know we got to this point. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, this is for us. Yeah. yeah. We just like, we like to know that other people may enjoy it. Um, what else are we going for? Yeah, I suppose given we're talking about Joe Rogan, Big news story coming up. We'll probably touch on this a lot more near the time. But UFC, for any UFC fans, UFC 229 is coming up. Conor McGregor and uh, Khabib Nurmagomedov. Ooh, how long did you practice pronouncing that? Uh, to be honest, I just tried not to do a Joey Diaz on it and say 
every other wrong name I've picked up quite easily. Um, um, so yeah, people, I'm sure there is nobody in the island of Ireland who doesn't know who Conor McGregor is. I think people from the ages of five to 95 know about Conor McGregor. I don't know. I feel like there's a few people in Sligo who he hasn't made it to yet. That is fair. But I think basically he has become the ultimate Marmite uh, character. You could say he even became the ultimate fighter. Oh, but he never, no. Like the ultimate fighting championship. Yeah, but that's the ultimate fighter's actual thing. Yeah, but that shows. Yeah, all right, fine. He didn't become the ultimate fighter. He was actually so good, he bypassed the process. All right, we'll leave it there. We'll leave it there. I've made a mistake. Uh, but yeah, I think he's literally become the ultimate love-hate character in Ireland. All right, so, who's... Uh, so literally, I think the majority of people at the start, at the start of his career, loved him. Everyone admired him and what he was about to achieve. And uh, quite frankly, now I'm sick of him. You're sick of him. So do you want do you want him to lose? I uh, don't care. Really? Before I would have had quite a lot of interest in the fact that he won and like don't get me wrong right I have nothing but admiration and appreciation for his work ethic like and the amount of the amount of effort he puts in and just his sheer self-belief but the whole shit with the bus in in New York for people that don't know he uh, flew from Ireland to New York with a plane full of lads and attacked the bus of full of UFC fighters uh, and actually injured some of them that's just, yeah. That just reminds me of the pure gurrier scumbag carry-on of people around, like when I was growing up, or things about you hear that happen down the road. Like, this guy's, oh, I think he's what, the same age as me, 29, 28? Yep. He is. Like, he's got more money than he knows what to do with, which probably doesn't help, and he's behaving like this. And then on the other side, you get this guy, he's fighting Khabib, this Russian dude, who is just basically what McGregor was at the start. He's just a down-to-earth kind of work hard seems to be a nice guy so um, at the moment I'm, I'm quite I'm leaning quite into the Khabib camp really I, I, I'm a bit disappointed in you in that like I'm not saying you need to support his actions or anything else but I just mean as as an Irish man I feel like you should be supporting him especially when Khabib is probably just going to say loads of bad things about Irish people and probably be kind of mean um, other than that I also think Khabib if for any U.S. Office fans, is too like Moe's Dwight Schrute's cousin, and I, I just can't get past it, all right? It's literally, it's, it's madness. I can't believe McGregor is going to fight Moe's. And at the same time, I'm instantly brought to the episode where they're trying to make Ryan fight fear, so they write fear on Moe's, and Moe's fear, and Ryan must fight Moe's. And, you know, for any non-U.S. Office fans, you, you've missed out. You've missed out drastically. Yeah. I agree with that, but look, I think we'll definitely we'll definitely touch on the whole UFC, but more importantly, the whole Conor McGregor issue uh, near the time because it's a big issue. I think. Yeah, it's coming up. It's coming up. I mean, hands down, it's going to be a fantastic event, and uh, yeah, I feel like we'll have to give it a bit more coverage. I mean, potentially in in an ideal world, we do a fight companion for it, but fuck knows. Um, we'll see how schedules go. I'd love to do that personally. A few booze, a few drinks bit of boozing and watching the UFC. I, I think it'll be fantastic. Wild podcasting. I oh, mean, that's yeah. guaranteed quality content. All right, so we're bringing it straight to movie news now, Brennan. So what movie news have you for me? Now, I know everyone's thinking, look, coming up to the weekend, it's Wednesday, we've made it through. 
what, what's going on with movies? What am I going to go see Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday? What's on the agenda? Uh, and what's on the agenda for the future, Thursday next year? I think big, big movie of the, the week, I actually only just saw it yesterday and read up about it, is Black 22. Is, is, that, the Mar- is, that, is that Mile 22? Is that the, the Mark Wahlberg film? This movie review has been a farce from the start. Is that what it is? I don't know if it's it called is. Mile 22. See, I got mixed up this morning. Apparently, there's another movie out in the cinema. It's called Black 47, an Irish movie. I don't, I don't know what that's about. Fair enough. So we, we've really made fools of ourselves. Yeah, we're just going to say, don't go see any movies, folks. Spend some time with your families. Uh, go see your friends. Go for a pint. Um, you know. And fairness, to- there's a good cast here. You've Mark Wahlberg, you've Ronda Rousey, you've a few other familiar faces. Yeah. Oh, I, I joke, I joke. It is mile twenty-two. It it basically for for all of you. The, I, I wanted to say for all the fellas out there, but women seem to be just into. It's like a Jason Bourne kind of Expendables type CIA blow 'em up um, action, all action-packed movie. Solid. I think- solid. The whole premise of the movie, the whole Mile 22, is that they're, they've transported some prisoner, asset, whatever, through, I think it's Southeast Asia, from an embassy to an airfield, and the distance is 22 miles. Uh, and obviously, in that 22 miles, some shit goes down. I'm all for it. I, I think I will have to see it. I mean, it's got so far, it's got slated by Rotten Tomatoes. But lately, I have been of the opinion that the worse it is in Rotten Tomatoes, the more likely I am to go see it. I just tend to disregard it because I just feel like, you know, the worst thing is is when people are like going on about it and they just go off that. Because like, I loved Pacific Rim. And Pacific Rim is hands down apparently one of the worst films ever made. I, th- I thought it was top notch. I mean, you need to go in like, I'm not going into a film like Pacific Rim thinking, all right, we need some monsters and, you know, it's going to be Oscar winning. The graphics are going to be amazing. The acting is going to be amazing. Like I'm going in and I'm going to think, all right, there's literally some people controlling robots. It's retarded storyline and they're going to fight aliens from the sea who come through an interdimensional hole at the bottom of the sea, the Pacific Rim hence the name uh hands down best one of the best films i've ever watched and you know it's, it's complete dog shite but i mean you go in expecting that you expect dog shite and you get a great performance as opposed to going in and expecting an oscar winning yoke of a thing and it's fucking disaster I'm, I'm i'm not sure i like pacific rim as much as you're making it out to be but you don't you don't have to like it that's the point i mean it just is it does exactly what it says on the tin it's a good action film you can either like it or you hate it but at the same time if you see it you're not going to be like oh that's definitely not winning an oscar it was never in contention for that it was strictly for easy viewing and that's that that's fair i can i can go with that now look one which is actually a new story movie wise that's deeply upset me henry cavill is no longer superman now, for those of you who oppose his bad acting, I agree, he's not the best actor. Uh, but I think he was a good Superman. I liked Justice League. It was decent. I liked Man of Steel. Decent. Batman versus Superman doesn't need to be talked about. But at the same time, he was decent in that. He was fine. No complaints. I'm just saying, he didn't, you know, he deserves just at least another one of his own films. But no, he's gone. No longer, uh, they're, they're not pursuing Superman anymore. So the talks are, uh, talks between him and Warner Brothers broke down. He's no longer Superman. They're not going to do Superman anymore. And instead, they're eyeing Supergirl as a film going forward and building a franchise. A lot off that, as far as I'm aware. 
I think it's farce, to be honest. That's a, a, a describe, if I had to sum that up in one word, I would say farce. Well, I, I just think if you put it in perspective, like, I mean, I'm going to go see Captain Marvel and I'm going Absolutely. to thoroughly enjoy it. It's not the fact that it's a female lead. I know that film's going to be amazing. But yeah. at the same time, I have no interest in Supergirl, the, the TV show. I don't have interest in the character. I also don't see why we have to lose Superman to get Supergirl. And... Oh, there's just so much I, just, I I feel like people would much rather get another Superman film than a Supergirl film. Constantly. I think you're right. I think this is down to stupid PC pressure from studios. And also, like, can I just say, Warner Brothers, what the fuck are you doing? I mean, literally, we have 10 years of Marvel that's going to come to culmination next May with a fantastic fourth Avengers film. And like, we've had some top-notch the whole way through. But the difference was it started with Iron Man. And who's still there? Tony Stark, Iron Man. Same actor, all the rest. And it's just been consistency. They took their time. They built it. Great storylines. Some hit or miss films. Not all perfect. But it all came to fruition. And Infinity War is fantastic. And instead, like, what have they come out with? They've come out with some, all right, some, a decent Superman film. It's fair enough. Batman versus Superman. They just rushed it. They could have just given us a Batman film. Might have been happy. Wonder Woman, decent. Aquaman looking good. Shazam looking good. Justice League was fine. But I mean, in the scheme of things, now what they're doing, they've now gotten rid of Superman. So what does that mean for the rest of Justice League? Fuck knows. Uh, they apparently are still back in Aquaman and Wonder Woman. So are they just going to continue on on their own? Um, like, what, what's going on? Like, what are they going to do? And then as well, there's talks of Ben Affleck, who's obviously in rehab and you know, hope you get better, Ben. What, what's Ben going to do? There's, there's rumors he's leaving Matt Reeves' Batman film and that he won't have a big part or that they're going to recast a younger Batman or I don't even know. What's right. going to go on? Like it's too it's too up in the air, and I just like to say also, uh, you know, get well soon, Ben. We know he's a massive fan of the podcast. Oh, yeah, huge fan, huge fan. So big shout, Ben Affleck. Get well, Ben. Yeah, Ben. You know, we believe in you. You're going to beat this alcoholism, and you're going he to come be, back. He will be on the show. We don't know when. But, yeah, uh, yeah. His age has been in touch. You know, it, it could be a few years, but uh, when he's ready, he's going to come on. He's going to speak his story. He's going to speak his truth. And, you know, that's what we look forward to here on the Fat Man Talking Podcast. Ben Affleck speaking nothing but the truth. I'm all for it. Absolutely. Fantastic. Perfect. So have we ended left, friend? Anything you want to bring to the table? Um, we, we can have yeah. a bit of free-for-all. We're going, we're going to go straight in with a free-for-all here for, for everyone who's been listening to Shane for his past couple of months of this podcast. Uh, we want a, a bit of an insight into the real Shane Duggan. Uh, now, Shane doesn't know I'm doing this, so this is what makes this twice as good. But I've kept it quite uh, PC. We've kept it quite neutral for today. We might build it up again. So what we're going to do, Shane, is we're going to start off uh, with the would you rather questions for you. We're going to give these rapid fire. So we just want your first thought answer from them. Okay. I, ju- I just like to say I-, I feel quite blindsided and betrayed by my new co-host. But go on. Go on. People, people want to hear the inside scoop. So we're just going to go straight in there, right? So let's ball bear in mind the would you rather. So we're going to start off right. They, they may get a little bit, uh, I won't say worse, but you get the gist. So, okay. so would you rather never use social media sites or apps again or never watch another movie or TV show? Never use social media again. That was quite easy, really, in the grand scheme of things. It right. was, yeah. Quite rapid for hearing. So, right. Uh, would you rather have hiccups for the rest of your life or feel like you need to sneeze but not be able to for the rest of your life? Sneeze, because there's a bit of a there's a bit of suspense and excitement. Wow, wow. Okay. Would you rather be feared by all or loved by all? 
Feared by all. Okay. Always have shirts that are two sizes too big or one size too small? Too big, hands down. Hmm, interesting. Would rather have finger-sized nipples or nipple-sized fingers? Finger-sized nipples, I, I feel like. Because, you know, can they flex like fingers? So then you could kind of flatten them down on your chest and they'd look a bit weird, but not necessarily scary. <laughs> or do they stick outwards? Because sticking uh, outwards... We're going to say outwards. I'm still going to go with them, I'm going to be honest. Um, because right now I have man tits anyway that kind of stick outwards. So I feel like the extra layers, they, they won't make that much difference in the scheme. All right, we can take that. We'll go over quite deep, uh, deep one here. Would you rather have a one-minute conversation with your past self or future self? Future self. Nice. Uh, here's a right shot of Canon. Would you rather paint a wall with your face or with your knees? What do you mean? I'm, I'm, I'm physically the brush, like? You're physically the brush. Um, my knees? Okay. Fucking weird question. Go on. Oh, uh, I thought you liked that. Uh, would you have rather have a runny nose uh, for the rest of your life or you have to cough after every word? Runny nose. I don't care. If anything, like, certainly the toddler Shane would think of that as a snack anyway. So, I mean, <laughs> surely old man Shane will think much the same. So, yeah, I'm all for it. I'll, I'll invest in Kleenex heavily. Uh, this next one you'll be quite familiar with. I'm sure I've asked you this many multiple times we work together. Would you rather eat chocolate-flavored poo or poo-flavored chocolate? Poo-flavored chocolate. I just feel like I, I don't want to risk the, the, the sickness. You know what I mean? I mean? Like the, There's so many infections you could get or, I don't know, some kind of worms. I imagine worms would happen if you, if you ate poo. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Okay. All right, so this one, you're, let's put it in a scenario. You're on a desert island with a beautiful woman. Shout out to your other half, maybe. This is mad, no. Um, <laughs> so would you rather they were top half fish or bottom half fish? Well, I'd have, I'd have to say bottom half fish. <laughs> okay. Now, this one, I think you'll like. So, would you rather have a vagina on your forehead? Or have a row of penises down your back like a stegosaurus? I'm going to be honest, I'm going to go with the penises. I think that would be quite the thing to show people. Imagine being at a party, you just whip off the top. Next thing, there's a load of dicks on your back. I mean, yeah, hands down. I'd own that. All right, I, I could see you pulling that off, to be honest. Is it, is it dick and balls or, or just dick? Just dicks, just like the, the dicks sticking out. Oh, the... well, yeah, you, you can just say that's like spinal bifida or something. I mean, you, oh. you can get around that. Well... We'll swiftly move on from that. Okay. Uh, okay, so we're coming to the end here now. So we've got two really hard-hitting ones to finish with. Fantastic. Hit me. Would you rather have sex with a goat and no one knows that you did it or not have sex with a goat but everyone thinks you did? Is there a risk of being hurt by fucking the goat? There's no risk. There, there's just an answer here. I'd fuck the goat. Honestly, I'd, I'd rather than people think I'm a goat fucker. All right. I, just, I just feel like that's a, a brush I don't want to be tired with. All right, that's fair. That's very fair. I can see the I can see the uh, thought process there. And finally, this is uh, a question which I'm pretty sure I know the answer to, but a lot of people would be interested in: side soup or side salad? As in, with what? What do you mean? You eat food. You you have a side. You have a choice between a side soup or a side salad. Soup. Who would pick salad? 
well, I quite like a, a side salad with like lasagna and stuff, or maybe with chips and mix it. Yeah, but something. if you have an option to get like same price and you're going to get a nice bowl of soup too, are you not going to take it? That's a starter in the main course, all in one. All right, all right, that's fair, everyone. You, you can see inside the Shane's mind there now by his super salad choice. I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind an old bowl of soup. Now I'm not going to lie. Fantastic, I like that. I no, honest, I thought they were worse. No, no. Like I said, I started them off quite neutral this week. Uh, so that's your your would you rather questions out of the way. We've also gone down a neutral way. This is a pure insight for everyone into the mind of Shane Dogan. These are just simple, real rapid fire, two choice questions. Ready? Okay, go on. Cat or dog? Dog. Mobile game or console game? Console game. While walking, music or podcast? Podcast. iOS or Android? iOS. Pop or rock? Rock. Cake or donut? Cake. Swimming or sunbathing? Swimming. High tech or low tech? High tech or low tech? Yeah. High tech. Big party or small group? Small group. Work hard or play hard? Play hard. Nice car or nice house? Nice house. Washing clothes or washing dishes? Dishes. Way easier. Hands down. Way faster too. Netflix or YouTube? Netflix. Call or text? Text. Toast or eggs? Toast. Cardio or weights? Weights. <laughs> Facebook or Twitter? Twitter. Ice cream cone or wafer? Oh, come off it now. That's... that's... <laughs> That's two different days, like, fucking hell. Honestly, I'm more impartial to a wafer. Yeah, good man, I'd, I'd agree. Uh, baseball or basketball? Basketball. Rugby or football? Rugby. And I've saved probably the most insightful question to last. Daddy or chips? Sorry? <laughs> Uh, and that was the desired effect. I, I, I thought people would appreciate that. There's only a certain vintage of people that are going to understand that question. I, I, I don't understand it at all. Did you say daddy or, or chips? chips. I, I certainly did. Well, if it comes down to it, I'm going to pick chips, although I, I don't understand. What so, is that in reference to? It's in reference to an ad that was out in the 90s. Uh, you're, you're, don't worry, it is within your time frame. Okay. A lot of people are going to get a kick out of that but what you're going to have to do is uh, is it on the YouTube as your homework you're going to have to go on the YouTube uh, and search for Daddy or Chips and you will know exactly what I was talking about <laughs> hands down I'll give it a look I'll give it a look happy days alright Um, any more for me before we wrap this baby up that, that, that's it that's it for the neutral I, questions to get uh, it's like a, it's like a level though. It, goes up, it goes up a notch for the next there's more questions oh wow yeah, they get a bit more, what's the word we'll say, adventurous. Okay, go on, hit me when I'm quick. No, no, not for now, that's for a whole different day. Oh, I get you, I get you. I, I was thinking like right now, I was like, go on, so we'll go for it, we'll go for it, sounds good. Uh, we'll give you that false sense of security now after answering the easy ones. Okay, perfect, well look, that's it for today. So guys, um, for all of you who made it to this marathon listen, and you're still happy to keep listening, there are several episodes before this you should get on and re-listen to up my numbers you know you need to pump up them numbers Matthew McConaughey Wolf of Wall Street style um, because right now we're on pussy numbers and we need more numbers that's all I'm saying you know what I mean like share subscribe 
Brennan Mulcahy, do you want to drop any social media, anything like that? Do you want people to find you, other than Asian tourists? No, as, as always, I like to remain that silent voice of reason, which in itself is a pure, what's the word I'm looking for? Yeah, that doesn't make sense. Can't remember. Well, fuck so, it. We'll end, we'll end it on that note. The silent voice of reason. The man with no name. Okay, cool. Well, I've only named your town and who you are and full name. <laughs> And people probably can guess by the bathroom situation where you live, but we'll take it. We'll take it. So lads, guys, everyone who's listening, lads, guys, ladies, lady, guys, all of you, thank you for listening. Uh, this is the start of a new era. This is my co-host, hopefully for the foreseeable future, Renan Mulcahy. Negotiation pending. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Pending, pending. Yeah, we'll get you your fucking money. Don't worry. All right. <laughs> that's everything. Thank you so much for listening. Catch us very soon. We're going to have a new episode coming out also in the next few days with some very exciting guests. Don't worry, the guests aren't done. They will be back. And hopefully the aim is we might even get Brendan in to talk with a few guests as well. But we'll see how the timeline works out. Thank you so much and goodbye. Good luck.